So welcome to the Roundtable Riot. Today's topic, we will be discussing wife life behind the relationship goals. I have two amazing guests that I've met via the um, via a Facebook group. Um, and I'll go ahead and let the ladies introduce themselves. So Shantae or Tyranny, whoever wants to go first before we jump into our topic. Tyranny, go ahead. You started. Sure. Hey, everyone. My name is Tyranny. I uh, currently live outside of Philly in the burbs of uh, Philadelphia. Um, I am 30 and married. Okay, I am Shantae. I currently live in North Carolina. I am 33, soon to turn 34, Lord willing. (laughs) And I have been married for eight years now. Ah, perfect. Well, it's it's nice to virtually meet both of you ladies. I think we're going to have a really good discussion today because, um, as Shantae said, God willing, I'll be 32 this December. So I think we'll have like a really good mix of on, on the topic today. So if it's okay with you guys, I want to go ahead and jump into the first topic. Uh, well, the first question, Shantae, you answered the first question just a little bit. So if either one of you want to go first, um, how long have you been married and how did you meet your spouse? Do you want to answer the second part, Shantae, since you already answered the first? Well, um, I can answer the, the follow-up to that. So yes, mm-hmm. we've, been, we've been married for eight years, but me and my husband met um, in college. We actually stayed in the same dorm. Um, so we lived in a co-ed dorm. And so we've been married eight years, but we've been together for 15 years. Wow. Wow. Go ahead, girl. I know, right? <laughs> High five to you. That's a long time to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been married. So September will be two years for me. Uh, prior to that, we were dating uh, for four years. So six years total uh, with my man. Um, and then how did we meet? We actually work at the same company. Um, and it's, you know what? It sucks that I don't have like a, a cute, like meeting story because when I met him, I was so over guys. So I was just like, like, vision, like not paying attention to anything with a penis. <laughs> and, um, so it was like, I, like I met him I, I, just through like mutual friends and happy hours and things like that. But, um, yeah, I don't. That part's a little hazy because I was like, I'm not worried about men. I hate men. Like, you know, um, I was not worried about it. So I was uh, trying to not focus on that right at that point. But, um, but yeah, the easy answer is we met at work and uh, been together a total of six years, married for almost two. Okay. So um, if I may ask, do either of you have children? Uh, no kids yet. Okay. We're, we're planning on it. Okay. Yes, I have two boys. Um, both both of them have birthdays in November, the beginning and the end. Um, so this year they will be six and two, 
And I'm not quite sure what was going on with us, but <laughs> if you calculate November, um, our anniversary is at the end of March. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to do the math, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. That's good. So moving more towards the topic today, um, as you all know, um, if you have any type of social media, the hashtag relationship goals is a huge hashtag, you know, um, influence our influencers are creating videos regarding relationship goals and just the, the whole annoyance of relationship goal, the relationship goal hashtag. So how do you ladies feel about that hashtag? And do you really think that it represents today's marriage? yourself Shantae to an extent however what what i take especially from uh from the view of a single woman of color is there are there are several women who are out there looking at these hashtags and in a sense they may be devaluing themselves because they don't have what this person has or they don't have what that person has 
but they don't understand the work that goes on behind the scenes. You know, I have I have a few friends who are married and, you know, they'll tell me, you know, it's all it's always good looking for, looking in from the outside. But then when you really go in and break down a marriage, when you have bills and children and transportation needs and a household to take care of, like nobody wants to see that part. And I think I think that's why, you know, I, I see a, a lot of women um, who are confused and it's like, oh, I don't want to say confused. I I'm, I don't know how I want to say it, but I, so I'll just say I see a lot of women who are jumping in and out of relationships. Oh, this is my king this month. This is my king next month. And, you know, I'm these relationship goals, but like they're not putting in the work, but they're but they're. I, I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm slut shaming or anything, but like their their body count is going up in a sense, and it's like they're putting more miles on themselves. And what I what I know as a woman is that for the simple fact I allow someone inside of me, it means that I carry a piece of them with me. If that makes sense. So it's like you have a lot of women who are carrying pieces of people with them, and they're not doing the work to kind of get past that or find out what they're doing or you know how they can fix xyz situation right so for me i just when it comes to relationship goals i think it's one of the most annoying hashtags and i only i only use it ironically like um because i'm also a blogger so and i only use that hashtag ironically like i could i could never I personally could never use relation the relationship goal hashtag seriously, but that's just me. Right. You know, I can't speak for anyone else. Yeah, I get it. So, um, moving into our next question, what is something that you wish someone would have told you before you got married? And let's start with Shantae this time. Well, because I've been with my husband for so long, and um, we were, I was 25, my husband is a few years older than me, and so I was 19 when I met my husband, but it took us seven years before we even got married, and even then, within like the first five years of our marriage, I changed and grew so much as a woman, like I really grew into the, the woman that I am today, and so I wish somebody would have told me to wait a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, that there was no rush. Not that I felt that it was. I just know that because of how long we had already been dating and I had told him that I didn't want to, you know, blink and we had been dating for 10 years and we had not been married. Then it just seemed like, you know, that's the progression. That's the next step that, that, um, Mm -hmm. that you go, you go to. Mm -hmm. So, um, just maybe to wait, for me a little longer because I, I changed, like I said, so much within the first, not even just five, really the first one, the first two years, um, of our marriage. And so those were, those first two years of our marriage was kind of difficult because I was growing. So that would be my, that's my advice. Or what I wish someone would have told me. Well, look, I'm going to ask a follow-up question. Do you feel as if the, the during the, during those first two years, do you feel as if the dynamic between you and your husband changed as you grew? I, I definitely think the dynamic changed um, just for me. Not for my husband. I think for him, maybe nothing changed. But for me, so I'll give you a, a great example. So I had went home 
to hang out with my sister and my cousin one night. And so he was like, okay, you know, I'll come with you. But I kind of already knew that was probably going to be an issue because I didn't know exactly when I was going to come back. And so even though he didn't come out with us, he stayed at my mom's house. I felt obligated. So it went from like, when you're dating somebody, it's like, I'm going out with my girls and I'll talk to you later. Or I'll call <laughs> you, you know, we'll meet up. But once you become somebody's wife, I felt like this. You know, my husband didn't make me feel like this, but I started to feel like, oh my God, okay, I need to check in. I need to text him and be like, okay, we're going to be here like five more minutes or 10 more minutes. And so the dynamic changed for me because now I felt like I had to be more accountable is not the word, but I just felt like I needed to let him know, or I almost felt like I needed to ask permission. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, the dynamics changed a lot because I was used to, you know, just coming and going as I please. And, you know, well, I'm doing this and, you know, we can meet up later. So, um, that was the, that was a struggle for me, not necessarily for, for him. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Tyranny, what about yourself? What is something that you wish um, someone would have told you before you got married? So, um, when I think about that at, at this point, thankfully, fingers crossed, um, there hasn't been any big moment where I was like, why didn't anybody tell me? So I'm sure, like I said, I'm still just two years in, so mm-hmm. I'm sure we're going to have lots of peaks and valleys, um, to go through, but I think externally, um, I would say something that we dealt with is that some of your relationships outside of your marriage may change. Um, now, this may be due to people kind of growing and, you know, getting older, but it may also just be to the fact that not everyone who you expect to be happy for you will be happy for you. Mm. Um, so that's something that I dealt with where I was very close with someone who I thought would be you know, my, my right-hand man and, like, just there for me and, like, supportive and, like, be be the best of me and my husband and one big happy family and that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And it's a, um, harsh realization to be like, okay, you know, you kind of go through the list, like, well, did he do something? Did, did he say something? And, you know, you sit them down, you talk to them and you, and they really have nothing to actually say. They can't say, oh, he did X, Y, and Z. So it's like, okay, well, I thought it through and at this point you're just a hater. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you kind of go through the list of like, what could it possibly be? Um, and it's just kind of a harsh reality that not everyone's going to be happy for you. So um, some relationships, some relationships, unfortunately may change. So um, if that happens, they're just not meant to be in your inner circle. Mm-hmm. Um, keep your home intact. And, um, you know, and this isn't the case that 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 your spouse didn't do anything wrong or you didn't do anything wrong. If there's wrong doing, then work that out. But mm-hmm. in the case where you know people are acting differently towards you for no reasons and you have addressed them and they still, you know, haven't changed their behavior, you know, you have to something to keep them at bay. And you don't want that negative energy penetrating your household. So it's keep them at bay, love them from a distance, but some relationships may change. Um, I would say that. And something I do want to say um, that I did, but I wanted to let other couples know or other women know um, who may eventually stay dating and want to get married is to, um, I would recommend anyways, would be to do premarital counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because it really helps you 
if you haven't had those hard conversations or those crucial conversations with your partner of kids, religion, finances, um, uh, how you're handling, how you're going to handle in-laws, um, those are kind of those top main things as to why couples have issues and, and may go their separate ways. So um, if you haven't already had those conversations, premarital counseling is a great way to just get that on the table, have a neutral third party to really talk that through. Um, I would recommend to do that prior, if you get engaged, set up your premarital counseling first, prior to setting a venue and setting a date um, so that you don't feel obligated to still go through with the wedding um, because you have everything planned. Do your marital counseling first, and then if that's something that you feel comfortable entering, then start your wedding planning. So I would just recommend that um, to to uh, listeners out there. Okay, and I, I do want to ask a follow-up question about that because um, before we started the call, um, you and I were discussing um, just mental health and people of color uh, briefly. So for what advice would you give a woman of color or a man of color attempting to approach that situation of premarital counseling? Because I know a lot of people are going to their pastors for premarital counseling. Um, and a lot of people aren't seeking out a therapist's advice. You know, I personally think that a, a minister or a pastor, I think their job is to keep a couple together or kind of usher them into marriage. Whereas a therapist may actually get down to the nitty gritty. So who, who would you suggest that a couple meets with? That's a good question. We actually, so we, we, okay, so we initially sought out a therapist, um, and it was kind of just by chance, I guess, I don't know, but we initially did meet with a therapist, and I think that might be, I think it's, it's healthy to do both, but I think it's really important to have that neutral third party, so not necessarily someone who I grew up with, not necessarily someone my partner grew up with. I think it's important to have someone neither of you know who can sit down and have an objective opinion, um, and then like you said, not necessarily in the back of their head trying to usher you into that commitment, really just there to dig down deep to the issues and see, you know, how can I help you and how can we make sure we're all on the same page before you guys take this leap. Um, but when we were meeting with um, our officiant, who was actually a uh, pastor at my husband's school, mm -hmm. um, so he had a history with my husband, um, both as we were kind of setting up our scheduling of what we kind of wanted for our wedding, he did kind of inadvertently have some sessions that we did not sign up for. <laughs> <laughs> move on to our final question um and just as two women who are married what advice would you give to a young woman of color um who's dating in a in today's swipe right culture and let me put a a, a small disclaimer on that I asked Ben, um, that's a question that kind of really hit home for me on yesterday because I went to get sushi and I heard a um I heard two people talking. There was the sushi chef as well as a customer who were talking. 
and um, he asked the, the 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 customer asked the sushi chef if he was off tomorrow if he'd be spending time with his girlfriend and she he said yes so she then asked <laughs> this made my skin crawl a little bit because she then asked if his significant other was white and he said yes and she said oh okay that's real good and I looked up at her and she was like, oh, I didn't mean it was good, but you know, I'm glad you're in a relationship. So, you know, in a mindset like that, where it's difficult for women of color to be seen, like what advice would you give a woman just who's dating in a swipe right culture? All right. Do you wanna do it first, Shante, or do I make it go? Um, yeah, you can go first. <laughs> um, so just advice in general, um, I would say really, and, and again, um, this is something that we talked about prior to recording, really just working on yourself. So before you can even have a healthy relationship with someone, work and know, work on yourself and know yourself. Um, write down, I mean, one thing I did, I just made a list. I had a list of like 30 something things of what I want in a husband. Um, and then make sure, I didn't do it this far, but when you go through that list, check off your non-negotiables. I want kids. If, if my man doesn't want kids, bye-bye. I. It's important that I'm with a Christian. If he's not Christian, bye-bye. Like, make sure you have your non-negotiables, and then that's going to just help you cut through the people that, so that you're not wasting your time on, you know, just meaningless relationships, because you don't want to go down the route of, um, of being with someone who, doesn't measure up to what you want, and then you're just going to have resentment down the line if you end up spending, you know, significant amount of time with that person. Mm -hmm. So definitely just, first of all, like, so yeah, know what you want, know your non-negotiables and your deal breakers, and then work on yourself. Do you need therapy? Do you have past baggage or past childhood issues um, that you need to work out um, before you bring that into a relationship? Um, also, uh, let me think. I think like making space in your life is important. So this is something that I did as well of before I met my husband, I made it a point to, you know how you like, you know how you kind of talk to guys, you know, they're not right for you, but you still entertain them. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'll go out with him. All right. I'll, I'll still be my little, little my, my cuddle buddy. Okay. But you know, you just kind of just entertain meaningless situationships that you know aren't going anywhere um so prior to even like dating my my now husband i made space and i was like okay like i'm not talking to him no more okay i'm not messing with him no more okay like i'm solely working on myself like live physically make space in your life um for that person to come into your life um, so then he does come in your life. You're not trying to tie up loose ends. You're not trying to, you don't have any overlap. You, it's nice to see. Um, and, uh, I think those are my, oh, when you're dating, um, with these guys, it kind of ties in with what I was saying is like when a man shows you who he is, believe him. I think a lot of us women sometimes have the, um, tendency to kind of make like narratives and excuses mm -hmm. for men's behavior mm -hmm. so it's like oh he didn't call me oh he 
maybe it's because he got in a car accident and broke his leg and maybe he's in the hospital. Like, no, like, he just didn't call you. Like, people have their phone on them 24-7, so he just didn't want to talk to you. That's why he's not texting you. That's why he's not calling you. Like, stop making excuses for this man. So um, really just paying attention to how he treats you, how he, you know, is he talking about a future with you um, or is he avoiding the topic? So um, just when he shows you who he is or when he says up front, oh, I'm not really looking for anything serious, don't be mad if three years down the line he doesn't want anything serious. He told you up front. Right. So just really believe in what he says and what he does. Um, so, you're, so you're not wasting time. That was my biggest thing is like when I was doing the list and all of that, I was like, I am not wasting my time anymore. I don't, I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I don't have time for games. So um, your time is precious. So, you know, act, act accordingly with it and, and just know your worth and, um, don't don't settle for for anything because what you want is out there you just have to kind of sit through some of the the refresh <laughs> to get to it gotcha gotcha awesome Thank you for that. That um the when you said dating people that you know that you really won't end up with or you know that you have no in- that you know have no intentions for. Like I think that I think that happens a lot especially with women of color because we're constantly being told that we have to settle. So um I mean that that just really kind of hit home because you know as as my grandmother used to tell me when you know better you do better. But right. sometimes, you know, we ignore all the warning signs just to have a warm body. Right. So. Right. I think some people think, like, oh, like, I got a man. Like, they think that's a prize. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have a good man? <laughs> do you <laughs> right. have a man that actually loves you and is faithful and is truthful? That's a prize. Like, you just, anybody can get any man off the street, you know? Um, so, yeah, like you said, don't settle for just the warm body or just the fact of, oh, I have someone to go out to dinner with no you're better than that so um just i think you you know it but you just have to like walk in it and be consistent with it um and that was something that i had to do so yeah i I remember i was uh i like i said i was in those situationships just not really you know just hanging out and i was like you know what I'm worth being taken out on a date. The next person I'm with, I want to go out on a date. I'm not settling for the, yo, come over and chill. No. Right. Like, I'm, I want to be courted. And what did my husband do? We, he courted me. We went out on dates. We, and then when we made it official and we got into the world, so then we just did the, you know, chill at home every once in a while. But we still do date nights probably twice a month. Mm-hmm. You know, that's important. So, um, yeah, just really real, like I said, that list helped me just, what do you want? What do you care about? What will, what will you compromise on? Will, what will you not settle for? Um, it's really helpful so that when you are, uh, you know, meeting these men, you know, up front, you know, you can kind of have that list in the back of your head of, okay, all right, he, he, he just hit on a non-negotiable, I'm good, you know, right. and then move on. So, yeah. Oh. Awesome. Thank you. Um, Shantae, what about yourself? What is some advice that you would give to a young woman that's dating in a swipe right culture? You know, this is a hard uh, question for me because I have single friends and um, sometimes I feel like when I give advice, it's like, oh, but you're married. But, you know, I hang out with them every once in a while and I get to kind of see, you know, what it is that they're dealing with or, or my friends will call and, you know, kind of just discuss with me about, um, you know, what's kind of currently going on with them as far as dating. And it does feel a little, the, the 
feel like it's not us. It's mm. not us. And I say that because the, the women that are in my circle, they are beautiful. They are smart. They own property. They have careers. And so I'm just, you know, I feel like they question, okay, what is it that I'm not doing and why can I not find someone that's suitable for me? So I guess the advice that I would give, especially being a, I'm a licensed therapist, and so I would say be preventative. You know, uh, Tyrone spoke on, uh, you know, just taking care of yourself, um, knowing your worth, not feeling like you have to settle, um, being okay and standing firm in your non-negotiables. If you want to record it, um, you know, that's the that's the vibe, that's the energy that you you give off. Um, and sometimes I know that could be hard right, when you're waiting in that because, like she said, you, you might just be at a point where, oh, I just want, you know, somebody that I can hang out with. But um, I would definitely say, you know, to stand firm and what it is that you are um, seeking, but also to take, to take care of yourself and not let no one make you feel like it's you. Mm. And so whatever yeah, that right. looks like for you, if that's seek, if that's going to see a therapist, if that's getting a massage, if you like to paint, if you uh blog, if you are a blogger, um, if you do poetry, whatever it is, so that you know when you are giving your energy, because at some point you do have to get out there a little bit to determine if the guy's even worth, you know if it's worth to keep going, but even in that, you know, women, you, you drain your energy in doing that to see if it's, mm -hmm. you know, something you want to continue to pursue. And so, you know, we open ourselves up to, you know, disappointment or rejection. Um, so just being able to, to re to replenish yourself, take care of yourself, um, in this, uh, you know, swipe right, Oh my 
Oh, oh my gosh, please preach. And I will, I will give you guys an example of something that I was going through. Um, I, my, I have twins. My son plays football. So, um, I was looking for a uniform vendor because we wanted a second set of uniforms for the boys. And I met this gentleman and in one of the football groups that we're in, and, you know, he seemed like a really nice guy, but literally every day, instead of trying to hold a conversation with me, he would, what you doing? Send me a picture. And my thing is like, I'm like, I'm at work. I was like, I'm at work. He was like, well, send me a picture of your desk. What you doing? Like, and I was just like, I cannot do this. Like, like, oh, like, first of all, I, in my head, I was just thinking, I was like, what kind of woman are you used to who wherever she is in life, she's just snapping pictures all day, every day. First of all, I've heard, I've never been a huge fan of pictures. That's just, that's just who I am because they, to be honest, it just takes too much effort. And nine times out of 10, people are going to tell you, oh my gosh, you look so much better in person. So why don't you just make plans to hang out with me and see me instead of, oh my God, what you doing? Or, you know, or then, you know, contact me at a reasonable hour. Like granted, yes, we live, yes, we lived in different States and there was a one hour time difference. But my thing is if I text you during the day like hey how you doing like what's going on or even if I try to call you and reach out to you like don't come at me with like one thing that I hate when I'm trying to get to know someone is acronyms do not it drives me crazy because I'm y'all are gonna think I'm so ignorant for what I'm about to say but BTW when I was younger I used to think that that stood for big tie Louise women and I was like <laughs> Exactly. So, and I was just like, why are you texting me, BT? Because, I mean, at the time, like, there was no urban dictionary where we could go to and just pull up a list of what every acronym means or whatever. So, I'm like, why is this fool texting me big time Louise women? Like, what? what is this? So, it's just... And I think that just for me, just listening to you all and just especially in such a swipe right culture, I think that what women have to do first before they can really step into a relationship or be in a mindset for a relationship is date themselves. Because if you don't know what you like, how can you expect somebody else to do what you like? You know, I know a lot of people are looking at dates as, oh, this is a free meal, da 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 But what's the point of going out to eat with somebody and have no conversation? Y'all might as well get it to go. He might as well just send you Postmates. Right. <laughs> okay. So I just, I, I don't know. You, both of you ladies have made some really great points. And I really and truly appreciate your conversation this evening. So, um... <laughs> Before we go, are there any are there any upcoming events or podcasts that you guys want to pitch for yourselves so that everybody can take a listen to you or know what you're out and about in the world doing? Well, I do have I have two. Oh, I'm sorry, I have two um, podcasts currently. So my first one is more like formal because I am a licensed mental health professional, and that's called Talk Aloud, and I put that in the the link for you and then I have another one that's more casual and that's actually with my husband and it's called in the car and I put that um I sent that link to you as well so okay. just kind of look for me on those two platforms um talk aloud the podcast and in the car the podcast okay perfect what about yourself tyranny nice uh so I 
host of Crown Chronicles podcast. Um, I just released a new episode yesterday, so check that out. Um, 21 episodes plus a bonus for your listening pleasure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it covers a, a wide variety of topics, so relationships, career, entrepreneurship, uh, finances, health. Um, so I think there's a lot there for, for everyone. So please take a listen. Crown Chronicles podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, ladies. I really appreciate you all, and I hope that you guys have a great evening. Great. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. You too.